Get in the car. Right at us. Lord! The best in the business, Roger Cleveland. Can't wait to get back to Chicago in this one. This is Party of Four, a Mistwood Golf Club podcast. I'll be honest, I'm kind of in a celebratory mood. My picks for the Masters that? didn't win, <laughs> but I did beat you when it comes to picks. Uh, yeah, mine were pretty bad. Uh, one guy made, no, two guys made the cut, right? Did I get a cut made with John Rahm? Yeah, Rahm. Okay, so I got a cut made with John Rahm. I got a cut made with Sepp Straka. I mean, if we're, if we're lowering the bar here, that's two out of three. Sandra Shoffley was going to be everyone's pick. He didn't make the cut, right? Ben Hutchison and Andy Michelson here <laughs> with the Party of Four podcast. Yes, let's get right into those picks. So I had, I mean, we'll talk about the cut. That's fine. My two main picks were Colin Morikawa and Will Zalatoris. They finished five and six. Pretty good. My long shot, which we said was 151 you know, odds at least, was... Varner and he finished 23rd. Yours was Sepp Straka, as you mentioned. He finished 30th. Again, respectable, especially with a long shot. Our old guy picks, neither of them made the cut, no. which we kind of expected. We were hoping they'd have that old guy magic. Yep. But I had Stuart Sink. I had VJ Singh. And my pick did better there as well. So Andy's really good at golf. Our picks usually aren't, but I did really well. I'm really happy with. Yeah, usually, usually golf talent doesn't translate to being a good better. Uh, that was kind of more of a betting with the heart more than anything else. And did you see already that John Rahm is the favorite for the PGA, not Scheffler? That's fine. Well, I think, okay, all right, this is where there has to be a bit of we messed up. We didn't say Scotty Scheffler's name one time during the podcast because I think – I didn't because I think that would have been the easy pick. Like, he's playing really well. Only right. golfer to play this well in recent history on the same trending. Yeah, you picked the number one player in the world. There's won three times in the last few weeks. <laughs> People are like, pass, we'll move on to Joe Rogan's I, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll get more listens on ours that you mentioned the name. It'll yes. pick up in the stream. Yes, and perfect. That's what I'm trying to blow do. up. Right. There you go. So that's the thing, though. It's like it would have been the, oh, is it the sexy pick, the good pick, just the the conservative pick because you're like, well, he's been playing really good golf. So I didn't want to do it. I, I probably will never do it. I, I didn't see it going into it, but obviously absolutely dominate. I just didn't see it. That That's all that was. I mean, you, the masters, they talk about past record and the fact that you have to have played there before and really have like, you know, kind of that scar tissue over the last few years, figure out how to play there and play it right. I mean, if you would have given me heads up, Rory versus Scheffler, and Rory happened to finish second, give me Rory versus Scheffler at the start of the week, I'm taking Rory every day of the week because he's played there at least 10 times, right? So it's like they always talk about that. There's a proven model behind it, and Scheffler just kind of appears out of nowhere and goes, hi, I'm going to dominate for the entire week. How much fun was it to watch him, though? Oh, it was awesome. It was cool. The moment I saw it, like right before he actually hit that putt on 18, all of the blood like went out of his face. He like went, holy crap, I just won the Masters. Before he even hit the putt. <laughs> and then it got a little tense there after the third putt because <laughs> this caddy kind of walks in. And you could tell he like kind of looks him right in the eyes and is like, uh, dude, can we can we just get this thing done? 
because what you're doing right now, it's not really working out with, with what we're trying to do here. And so. that's what I tweeted. I said, if Scheffler missing two putts from five feet and in, knowing he's about to win the Masters, isn't enough to measure the magnitude of the moment, I don't know what would. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, no, I read that when you said that. It was great. I had another friend then tweet that he won $1,000, and if he had missed one more putt, he wouldn't have won the thousand bucks because he was in a pool, a master's pool. Oh, okay. So I was like, that had to be agonizing for you seeing him miss those two. I, oh. I kind of thought there was a chance that he could miss the second one because he ran it by basically exactly where Tiger made it in 97, about four feet by with a little bit of break. I'm like, oh, I can miss this one. But to run that one by, I just didn't see it. <laughs> so anyway, it was, it was awesome. And you mentioned Rory. That was pretty cool to see the way he played on Sunday. Incredible. I mean, it's the uh, best final round, right? It's best final round of the Masters, 64. He had to chip in three times to do it. Um, but just the moments in golf, and, and people talked about that too, these uh, sportsmanship, the fact that like Rory and Mark Howard are like, rooting for each other when those those shots went in. That's what's cool about golf. You just don't see that in other sports, that that much uh, camaraderie. And, you know, those guys both tried to battle to have some type of chance coming from behind to, to win. And it's just cool to see them, them both. That, that moment's just incredible. You can never duplicate that moment again. The fact that they both hit in from the bunker. I mean, the chances of that are zero. That was so cool. Zero. And I think there's the segment of golf fans out there that love the, the broy Bryson Kepka stuff, but I love the professionalism, the way Rory carries himself. He's still looking for his first master's. Someone said he plays his best golf when he's not in contention. Well, you want to talk about like when people try to define, oh, what's the zone? That was the zone. That that guy there that yeah. played that that's the zone. That's that's the guy that's just reacting to what's in front of him, just going through basically the motions, not like over technical anything. He's playing to try and win the golf tournament in a position that's basically not even a position at the start of the day. He had no business to even trying to win that golf tournament right so he's literally freewheeling it in a zone completely locked in like you want to know what the golf zone is that's what it was it was just him having fun him hitting shots him not worrying about golf swing him just doing things and then what happens when you're kind of in that zone is is stuff happens that just you've never seen before i mean to chip in three times it's hard enough to probably chip at augusta i wish i had the opportunity to know this but it's hard enough to probably just have a nice easy chip at Augusta National, let alone the, the three that he made out there were crazy. Little known fact about Ben Hutchison, I chipped in three times in one round one time, and it was at Zigfield Troy. <laughs> a little par That's three action. A little par as, three action. That was as bad as your – what was your brush with fame? That you, no, we don't need to talk about the okay, time. Lee right. Westwood yeah, yeah. shunned me. <laughs> right. Post Ryder Cup. We don't need to he go down that road from again. Like 100 feet away. No, we were right was, next to him. He rejected me. He was probably um, <laughs> had some things to drink. He was feeling good. It was fine. It was oh, just, Andy, I got this really cool like Lee no. Westwood moment. I'm going to save it for the podcast. Like, save it for was, the podcast. He save waved it for a at break. you from like 100 feet away or something like that. We were that. right next to each other. Yeah, whatever. It was fine. Sure. But nothing happened. Great guy, I'm sure. <laughs> he would have been my old guy moment to uh, try to have him have his day at the uh, his weekend at the Masters. He's not quite in that old guy territory. No, he's older than Stuart Sink. I don't know. Stuart Sink just seems. You older. said you older laid that me. number at 45 in golf. They're Man, dead. Lee Westwood is like he's still in his prime. He's still in good shape. He, I think, he always jumps out to like a 
two under, three under in a lot of these tournaments, and then oh, he yeah. just disappears the rest of the time. He's a, but he's a good pick for the Masters. I mean, that guy's yeah. such a good record. He was in the final group, what, a few years ago? If it was the Masters, I, I honestly can't remember offhand, but that's the thing. you got guys that go out there, they've played this 15, 20 times. Uh, would you have the Luke List? He had played when he was 20, and he finally got to return after 17 years to play it this mm-hmm. year. It's, it's crazy because as a golfer, you've golfed a lot of courses, you know, repeatedly or gone back to them. How do you approach that? Because, I mean, Augusta National is Augusta National, but are you looking at the way you've done shots in the past? And Well, it's, it's a fine line. It's, it's a line that you have to fight. You can, you can look back and go, man, I have this great success here. I actually, I was just talking about this with our high school kids last week. Um, the, the PGA Professional Championship last year was at, Port St. Lucie PGA Golf Club, where I shot 18 under uh, six years ago, seven seven years ago, seven years ago now, um, to win the PGA Citizens Championship. And all I had to do was shoot two under last year. So you take 18 under, and all I had to do at the end of the day was shoot two under. And I did everything wrong. I thought about my success in the past there. I thought it would be kind of a cakewalk. I thought it would be – I just lowered my expectations of – the fact that I don't have to shoot 18 under, but should be pretty easy enough to be able to, to squeak in. And I obviously didn't make it um, through the, uh, through the second cut. So it's like getting that. So that's the bad part, right? But then there's the good part. You know where to hit it. You know where to miss it. You know where certain shots need to be. That's the good stuff. And so like Scheffler, like Scheffler's mindset is the mindset of somebody that's going to be successful on the same course multiple times. He is talking about, you know, approaching each shot in a singular fashion. We've talked about this before, approaching each shot in a singular fashion. You know, the knowledge that you have about the golf course should actually empower you, not hurt you or hinder you in the fact that you did it before, so it should be easy to do it this time. That's a lot of the time in golf, um, expectations get in the – get in the way you're, you're you're better off just kind of making things very very simple very very simple in golf focus on where you want to hit the shot and how you want the swing to feel well let's move right into later in the week you are going down to austin to play in the pga professional championship frank hoenadel head pro here at misswood also qualifying for that how excited are you uh super excited yeah uh, i felt like last year so last year was my first um, one that I actually played in. I qualified for the original Barton Creek one two years ago, but we didn't get played because of COVID. And I'm just excited because of some of the things that I did wrong last year, I feel like I can make right this year um, as far as my preparation, as far as my nerves, as far as my expectations, things like that. It's like all the mistakes that I made last year, I feel like I can learn from this year. And go in with a very open mind and and not have a big a big level of expectations. I can just kind of go in and you know if I play my game, I should be kind of in the mix. And that's just that's literally how I feel. It's like I'm I'm going to be very very focused on on how to hit my shots and where. And you know the the fact that we were able to go down with some members and go play it a couple months back, I think is going to help a lot. Uh, just to know where to hit it and everything else. So. Um, I'm looking at it in a very different way than I looked at last year. Last year, I kind of went into it, not cocky, but just thinking like, oh, well, I only have to shoot this number to probably get in and 
And I'll be able to do that on those golf courses. And, and again, that was one of those things where expectations got in the way of what the actual reality was. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll speak for Frank. I think Frank's game's in a, in a good spot too. Uh, he's been working on a short game over the winter. That's gotten a lot better. And, you know, he's, we've talked about it before. He's one of those guys that, man, he just hits it so good. And if he gets, if he gets going, you know, nothing kind of can stand in his way. So I think we both have a pretty good shot if we just kind of stay level and, and keep our expectations, you know, where they need to be. And, and, um, it's, it's hard not to do that. Right. I, I don't know what that feeling is going to feel like if I have a shot on the last day to, to make the PJ championship, but I want to be there. Like I want to be in that spot. Um, that's just kind of a, I, th- I think an athletic, you know, athletes mentality, right. You want to be there. You want to be given the chance to do that. Cause I know that if I'm given the chance to do that success or failure, I'll learn from it. And that's where, that's just where I want to be. It's one of those special opportunities for the top 20 in this tournament to play alongside those you see at the masters. Totally. Yeah. It's crazy. And you're playing in a major. It's not like you're, you know, getting invited to the old, like greater Milwaukee open. You're playing in a PGA championship, uh, with a chance to realistically string two days together and make a cut, you know, and, and, um, not that it's going to be something that necessarily like changes your life to the fact that you're going to instantly be good enough to play on the PGA tour with the guys on the PGA tour, but it's just, it's just fun to, to be given that chance, right? It's like a fantasy camp for, for guys like us, right? I, I have no thoughts that I am as good as any tour player, not, not in on the worst tour that I'm as good as any tour player, but it's fun to at least compete. We can compete. We got a puncher's chance for a few days. Just, It'd just be fun to, to be in that mix. I think I would secure a trip, hopefully, to Tulsa as well. Yeah, you'd be. If that happens. Come on. Someone yeah. has to come document it yeah, somehow, yeah, one way or another. You have to have it documented in some fashion. The Misswood Media Group uh, right. has to be there. I'm I might sure need all a loop. The, I might need a caddy. <laughs> you're right. I'll just pull out the phone and hear him getting some shots, guys. It's for the old TikTok. <laughs> Selfie. Yeah. No, that'd be crazy. I mean, we'd obviously be extremely proud to see that happen. And I mean, it, for you guys as golfers, it's kind of the the peak, the pinnacle of what you could do as a club pro. Yeah. And it's just, it's just fun too to, to have the opportunity with, um, to, to do it with, with Frank this year too. And the last few years to be able to do it. I mean, just, just having somebody to compete against even on our, on our own grounds is fun. Um, it's just, it's just really cool to be able to share that. We talk about that a lot. The way you guys all support each other, similar to what you talk about with Morikawa and, Rory, but sometimes push screw each, each other, other up too. Yeah, I mean we're sometimes <laughs> screw each other up. Sometimes give bad lessons to each other. <laughs> you I'm give a bad kidding. tip and it <laughs> yeah. doesn't work out. Well, what are you doing there, man? That looks terrible. <laughs> I don't know if I can believe you. All right, so if you are in the top twenty, either way they're going to play the PGA Championship, and we'll close talking about again John Rahm opening up at eleven to one odds. Scheffler and Rory McIlroy twelve to one. Morikawa and Justin Thomas, who had a decent Masters. 14 to 1. So what's, what's Scheffler? 12 to 1. So they said yesterday he won the Big 12 championships there. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I was like, dang, that's that's pretty interesting. Because again, like you were saying, if he if his mind processes it right, then a win's a win. Like yeah. you draw on that. In, in your, he's a young guy. It's not like he's trying to remember a win from 25 years ago. That was Big 12 championships would have been within the last 10 years. So, like, to have that feeling and 
know what you needed to do in order to get it done. Obviously, he's got a lot more talent, a lot more tools in the toolbox, but the feeling of coming down to the end and winning a golf tournament is basically the same whether you're you're playing in some podunk event or the biggest event in your life. Elephant in the room, Tiger Woods, 40-1 to 1 to win the PGA. That was fun to watch him play at the Masters. Oh it was gosh. just fun. Yeah, it was It was really cool to watch him play. I think 40-1 to 1 is a healthy, like, two health, two, what, 40-1? to 1? He was 50-1. to 1. It went down to he about needs, 42 for the Masters. He needs to go up to, like, 100-1. to 1. I mean, he's... He's not there yet. I mean, that was that was a great round. He's had those spurts before. Remember at the Hero World Challenge, what was that, like after one of those back surgeries five, six years ago? Mm. Out of nowhere, shot 65 first round. Like, he'll do that. He'll do those type of things that, like, get you, oh, my gosh, it's Tiger's back, and then he shot, like, 80 the next day or whatever. But um, I think he was so geared up. He had so much energy literally just to get – into the tournament and get going and, and wanting to play so bad. That I, th- I I think he would tell you there was an adren- adrenaline crash at some point. Well, and seeing him hobble off the interviews and stuff, how much do you think he was hiding that throughout the rounds? Uh, I I think the, the, the point's been made about his, his leg that actually, yeah, it's going to improve a little bit more from here, but this is what it's going to be. I mean, if he's mm-hmm. – He's hobbling. He's hobbling. I mean, he can't really do much more damage. I think there's still some concern, probably, about his back. I mean, if you think about what his crash was, he crashed at the time where he was just freshly off another back surgery. Was obviously pretty heavily medicated, um, and I think that that I think the back would be still the issue uh, as we move forward. It, it sounds like. You know, he's okay with the rods and the screws and whatever the heck is in his leg still, and he said that's fine. That That's going to get stronger, and he's only going to get that to heal more and more and more. It's it's probably the back. Just good to see him. Glad he's glad he's there. Oh, yeah. I mean, our expectations, I think, are way too high for someone. He's 46 years old, and he's obviously it's old man. kind of had the heck beat out <laughs> of him uh, with different different situations. I mean, yeah, he's... He's dead to us, right? In the golf world, he's, he's dead to Andy, old man, forty-five and <laughs> After older. Forty-five. Oh man, brought that up the other day, and Frank goes, oh, "You're only a few years from that." And like, oh crap, you're right. I yes. should probably should probably reassess that. Well, we will continue to move forward here at Misswood. We're excited because we're back. We're doing fittings here. We're doing lessons. We're doing junior clinics and everything else. It's good time to be at Misswood Golf Club. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're back and better than ever. And we actually had a seven degree day today. That was awesome. It's really cool. And the best part is we've got the schedule of podcasts now, so we're kind of hitting these every couple of weeks so far. We're doing good. <laughs> Pretty good so we're far. We're doing good like so two far. Two. Yeah, we'll try to get back here in a couple of weeks. We'll see what's going on, see if we can find a guest or two. And just want to thank everyone for listening, and we will see all of you next time. See you, Andy. See you. Get in the cart. Right at us. Lord! The best in the business, Roger Cleveland. Can't wait to get back to Chicago in this one. This is Party of Four, a Mistwood Golf Club podcast.